0: Welcome back to Pluralize with Morgan Langford. I'm using my boyfriend's laptop today because my laptop is making some very strange noises. Don't really know what's going on, kind of concerned, but anytime something that I own is making weird noises, I just kind of ignore it this one might be different though because now I kind of I have to do this podcast and people are waiting on me so I guess I really am gonna have to take care of that problem but the reason I was even bringing this up is because like I said I'm recording on my boyfriend's laptop and I don't know if it's where I'm sitting or how I'm sitting or what exactly I'm doing but I'm getting like a weird echo like there's kind of I don't know there's like a weird echo so I'm i don't know if you guys are going to be able to hear that i really doubt it i'm also not going to let it stop me because i've already let several things stop me from recording this week and um, if it's really that annoying this one can just be a bust so we're just going to keep going with it and hope that i'm not hurting anyone's eardrums but like i said this is morgan lankford this is pluralize we're here last week i said Hey guys, you should really follow the Instagram because I'm going to be more active on there. What did I do this past week? Not that, not be active. Um, The only thing I did post was the fact that I was going to be putting up this episode late. So I'm just like, I'm just not good at Instagram, but that's what the people need. So I'm going to, I'm going to try again. We're going to reset this goal. And, you know, maybe maybe I'll even plan out some posts for Instagram. Who's to say? But I'll try to be on there a little bit more. I did actually just post. I just got this um, package from this subscription company called Better Roads. R-H-O-D-E-S. And I have a serious problem with subscription boxes. I... I'm, I'm their perfect customer. I love, you know, trying new things in small quantities. I don't want to have to pay full price and I don't want to have to pay for the full thing. Cause what if I don't like it? Like, you know, you get a little sample of everything. I've always loved samples my whole life. And it's just like, every time I have a new hobby or something that I like, I immediately look up subscription boxes about it, which, you know, it's like, I'm doing this to myself. I'm seeking them out, um, knowing that they want to take my money, but I just keep seeking them out and I keep giving it to them. Anyway, this Better Road subscription is an alcohol-free. This literally sounds like an ad. Once again, it's not. I maybe I shouldn't talk about things so well when they're not when I'm not being paid for them. But anyway, it's a subscription box that, or you can just do a one-off of it. It's like all alcohol free stuff. And they source like all the cool non-alcoholic drinks that you could not get at your local grocery store. Um, So I ordered, I actually ordered that like two weeks ago. And when I got it, I was so excited. But when I opened it, it was their non-alcoholic beer box, which I love beers. I love non-alcoholic beers, but that's not what I ordered. I I was ready to mocktail it up. I was ready for the fake gin that I saw on the page. So I reached out to them, which normally, here's the thing about me is that I'm not going to reach out. If there's a problem, it's my problem now. I'm just, it's just going to, I'm going to have to deal with it. But I really wanted that gin. And I was like, Morgan, just send the email. It's going to take five seconds. What, just do it. Don't you want what you ordered? So I reached out and they were like, oh, you can just go ahead and keep the beers and we'll send you the box that you actually Asked for, so I have been trying these beers. They've been great, and then today I got the real box that I ordered, which had a full-size bottle that I I was not expecting. This, a full-size, um, seven hundred and fifty milliliter. I don't know (laughs) what that is in other terms of non-alcoholic gin, and it's in a cute bottle. No calories, no sugar, just vibes. I'm so sorry I said that but also they sent me um I had already tried those like fever tree um drinks I'm not gonna I don't think I've ever had a fever tree beverage without alcohol in it so we're gonna try those out as a newly sober curious person. Oh yeah, I just want to say that like, I love sharing my non-alcoholic drinks. I know some of you are new here because of my dry January episode, but I just want to put it out there that I'm prob- I am I, I have drank since January and I definitely will again. I'm just trying to reach for non-alcoholic drinks more and, you know, test myself and see how I am without it. So I just wanted to say that that you know don't come for me if you see me with a drink and be like um Morgan I thought you were sober no bitch I'm sober curious Uh, and yeah I feel like I do have to put a word on it because I've already had a lot of people ask me about it um so yeah that's 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 the title that I'm going with sober curious just overall drink lover um actually speaking of that I'm rambling already and I'm I haven't even had any caffeine in hours so that's kind of sad But anyway, that actually reminds me, my friend, I don't think she will care if I give her a shout out. You know, we love drinks over here at Pluralize and my friend actually just started a drink review Instagram. Um, I believe it's, I could, could just look it up. Yummy underscore or underscore gross drinks. I will, I will tag it down below because I'm having a lot of fun. You know, she's already reviewing the drinks. There's some I've had questions about coffee, Coke, um and she says that it's worth buying so now i will like these are the this is the content that i need someone who's going to try out those drinks for me that i might not have time to get around to so if you also um love drinks like i do we are just a big family of drinking drinking drinkers um go over there and follow yummy or gross drinks on instagram and send send some love friend of the pod okay what else what else every week when i'm recording i'm just like no one cares like I, I say that to myself every 30 seconds pretty much under my breath i'm just like what the f am i talking about like literally no one cares but then every week i put out the episode and someone cares it's kind of a crazy concept it's pretty cool actually i'm at i really like that and um so yeah, thanks for making me feel like what I say isn't always stupid. I know it's stupid sometimes, but this is just, you know, practicing. We're practicing mediocrity. Like I said in the first episode, we're practicing mediocrity. We're just letting our tongues flow. Um, <laughs> I'm on one. I'm sitting here with my apple cider vinegar beverage, the strawberry lemonade one from Trader Joe's. It's delicious just a little update. I'm just, I know I just said this, but I'm just feeling more confident overall in the past two months since I well, I kind of started a lot of things at once. But the pod, my coaching with my okay, sorry the apple cider vinegar really bubbles up inside of you. But with my coach, like things are going good in that aspect. Actually, I feel like we're talking about this because I never know like what are the I don't know how to talk about weight or food around other people, I it, that, it, that's how it makes me feel, but I'm really freaking happy because y'all, I lost 10 pounds, now granted they're 10 of the however the fuck many pounds that I gained over quarantine, but that's not what it's about, it's about the fact that I did that, and I did that by eating more and training less. You know, I'm not going to get into science of that because uh, that ain't my domain, but yeah, I'm eating more, I'm training less, I'm losing weight, I'm loving, I almost said I'm loving life, that's not completely true, but I'm on my way there. (sighs) This week, we're just going to skip Bachelor Corner because this episode honestly did nothing for me, and... I just need to save my energy for the women tell all next week, because whew, whew, they have they're gonna have a lot to say. I already know that, and I'm gonna want to talk about it. So, like I said, just gonna skip this the this week's episode. It was kind of boring, kind of trash, and get into. We're just gonna get right into today's topic, which is the gifted kid experience slash. Yeah, that's what, that's what we're it's going to be about. The gifted kid experience. Um let's get right into it because this one is loaded. So, I asked on Instagram, I said that I was going to be talking about this whole concept and I asked you guys for questions and someone said, "Aren't we all gifted at something?" Which I think that that is true. So, for this for this purpose of this episode, I am going to read you guys an actual definition from um, from somewhere. haven't found it yet. um, That of what I'm actually talking about, but also we are going to get into how words mean things and words are important and the the way that you talk about things uh, makes people think about them in certain ways. So I digress. Let's get our definition of what gifted means in the terms of gifted education okay so as i'm trying to find a universal definition which that's just not that shouldn't even be a thing right it's not coming up clean it's not coming up clear so we're just going to do kind of a combination some people say that giftedness is when we're talking about intellectual giftedness it means that your cognitive ability is equal to or above 2% of the normative sample their age. So being in the top 3% of your age. Um, there's, I know some places test it based off of IQ, um, which I don't know about current, What how I don't know how the IQ test is being used currently, but I think they're trying to move away from from saying that your IQ measures your intelligence because it doesn't really. Anyway, this is all stuff that we're going to be getting into. So there's the IQ version. There's just like the um, percentile that you're in. Um, Then this actually, Joseph Renzulli, which I'm going to be, I'm probably going to be quoting like educators and people on here. And I just want to be very frank i am trying to just deliver the information that i read i did not look into these people they could be total pieces of shit and if you know that and it's like common knowledge and i didn't and you're like morgan why are you telling us about this person's theory who's literally a fucking cannibal then let me know please because i don't want to be spreading that shit on my podcast but i also don't want to actually do the work of having to you know look into every person that i talk about's past you feel me Anyway, our boy Joe defines giftedness in, okay, it's in three components. So this is what he says. Gifted behavior consists of behaviors that reflect an interaction among three basic clusters of human traits. Above average ability, high levels of task commitment, and high levels of creativity. Individuals capable of developing gifted behavior are those possessing or... uh, are those possessing or capable of developing this composite set of traits and applying them to any potentially valuable area of human performance. So, that I feel like is more of a, I wouldn't, I'm not going to say catch-all, but that, I like that definition. I'm thinking. (laughs) I'm thinking as I'm speaking. (laughs) I... I don't know. I don't even know how it was determined at my school. That's what we're going to get into. But I don't even know how it was determined there. But let's get, get into the word gifted. Because I like that definition that I just read about the set of three things that it comprises of. But I feel like the word gifted is confusing because it implies that it's something innate that you were born with that you already have it's not something that you can work at it's something it's not a skill it is just you either are or you aren't and I think a lot of the um burnout or the issues that come later some of the issues I'm gonna talk about like behaviors and characteristics of gifted or twice a gifted and or twice exceptional children and sometimes being gifted itself or, or having these traits does sorry I cannot talk I'm talking just fine let me not hate on myself so sometimes just being gifted itself can create challenges in your life like the behaviors already they probably came out that way and that's how you even found out you were gifted because you were having some sort of problem right But, but then it's also how, you know, society responds, changes, or whatever, to your difference, then that can cause another set of issues. Um, I mean, just for example, no, I'm not even going to make an example because I'm always afraid to say the the wrong thing, but it's like, you could have a problem, and yeah, that's a problem in itself, but when the world is not caring about your difference, then that's going to make it even more difficult. Like, yeah, you're going to have issues, but if you had some support, if you had institutional support, then they wouldn't be as bad, if that makes sense. So to get back to the question of is everyone gifted? I don't know. I don't know. Everyone, I, Everyone's gifted with some sort of inherent talent or skill or ability right and i mean everyone's can become talented but once again i gotta i gotta i gotta make things smaller just for the purpose of what i'm talking about so for now we're gonna say no not everyone's gifted (laughs) does that mean and you know if you've ever worked with families in any capacity (laughs) that every parent thinks their kid is so advanced and so smart which I'm glad that they feel that way. I mean, what not that what we want? Don't we want parents who believe in their children? Like, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but everyone's like, oh my God, he's so, she is just so smart, she's gonna be a genius. And I'm like, all right, we'll, we'll see, we will see. But I have been out of school for quite some time. So, like I said, I don't really know the exact language that's being used in schools or with students today, but it was called. It was referred to as the gifted education or gifted program when I was in school. I think I mentioned earlier. Um, I've also heard a lot of people say talk about twice exceptional. You'll sometimes see like um, two e. That's what people will say, which is a combo of the your you have two exceptionalities. One, you're exceptional in the fact that you have a very high intellect or high IQ or whatever you want to call it. And then also a disability. Like, such as, mm, there's a lot of that that qualify in twice exceptional, but autistic, ADHD, depression, or some sort of developmental or global delay. And that's whenever they would use like that twice exceptional label. But I think overall people are starting to kind of think about gifted as some sort of it's it's neurodivergence because it's not about and this isn't it it kind of like sours it a little bit that I'm also talking from the perspective of having been in these programs because I'm just like afraid of having I don't know you guys feeling like I'm trying to say like well it's it's the special club like you have to be really extra special to be gifted and it's like i'm not that's not what i'm trying to say because anyone not anyone once again there's there's so much nuance that's what i'm trying to get at in general but anyone can work hard and like learn things i really do believe that but like being gifted it's not it's not that you just naturally come out knowing the fucking encyclopedia and knowing all this shit like you still have to learn but there's uh, oh my god do you like guys like this it's just gonna be me going "Eh, eh, eh, eh," the whole entire episode until i land on something that sticks okay this is when i just start using someone else's words because they probably got paid to think of them and they probably had all this time and whatnot and i'm just a i'm just a dummy so i'm not a dummy but i'm just gonna use someone else's words okay so according to the tennessee government not really sure how much i trust the tennessee government to be quiet hi sage sage is on the pod today everybody she's literally on the microphone she's literally sniffing the microphone i hope you guys can hear that anyway please don't mess up my setup ma'am all right we're just gonna let her chill for a second According to the Tennessee government, like I said, not the most, not the best source, I guess. Unusually keen sense of humor. Humor used for critical attacks. And we have idealistic standards and sense of justice, which can look like unrealistic expectations and goals. Intolerant toward others. Very self-critical. Then there's the intensity aspect. Eagerness disrupts others. Easily frustrated with inactivity intense feelings energy and eagerness self-imposed isolation and rejection emotional and social growth inhibited due to feelings of being different easily bored gets impatient with perceived slowness of others due to ability to take in unusual amounts of information perceived as disrespectful by adults resists repeated drill work questions teachers procedures low tolerance for deadlines in chronological thinking, may reject what is already known. So, um, I feel like I can say this as, as an ex-gifted, or as a gifted adult, it really just sounds like fucking annoying kids, right? Yeah, that's, that's true. There's also a lot of people talk about one of the, one of the big things you always see in the memes is like the, um, puzzle solving, puzzle solving and patterns. That is a really big thing for gifted kids, is like, put a a lot of puzzle in front of them. They can do it in 10 seconds. Yeah, you probably found one. But like I said, giftedness is, I think, being thought of more in terms of neurodivergence. And overall, I just think that, I mean, what I'm talking about, it just shows that it's hard to put a blanket experience on everything and everyone deserves nuance, but, i'm not even gonna say but i'm gonna say and everyone deserves nuance and the world that we currently live in doesn't really allow for that and i'm very aware of that um so let i guess i'll get into my experience i feel like they could also like i don't know to me a gifted program once again not an educator but it just seems like an iep but I feel like we use the word IEP for like we, we I guess there there's like a negative connotation to it, which there doesn't need to be, but there is a negative connotation. So then it's like there's a whole gifted gifted program in the school, but why couldn't that be like is gifted education considered special education? And educators listening. Please, please let me know. I I don't know anything about this. Okay, so, you know, in in classic Morgan Lankford, pluralized fashion, we're going to take it back and now make this part of the podcast all about me, my favorite topic. (laughs) I'm kidding, kind of. Okay, so I started my, I, I got marked as gifted in third grade but there was definitely things that happened before that so we'll just go back also i'm just gonna put this out there i'm sure people are gonna think it anyway but i don't really give a shit i am not bragging i'm not trying to make myself sound all smart and cool because guess what i am smart and cool and i know that but i'm not trying to act like i'm better than anybody because i also know that i'm not so let's just get back to um back to the the beginning so I'm an only child as I've mentioned before so no really learning from older kids but when I was three I want to say I was three maybe four mom if you're listening to this receipts please I taught myself how to read when I was three or four um, so by the time I got to first grade I was already reading chapter books and my teacher did not really like that because I would just complain because it was she would make me read these books that had one or two words on the fucking page and I'm like this isn't gonna work I'm bored out of my damn mind and she would always make me she would like try to get my she would try to get me to help the other students in my class like learn how to read which like I'm all for helping each other but like pretty sure they shouldn't be learning that from their fellow six-year-old like maybe you do your job and, and help me learn something new, but I digress. Just really didn't like that teacher in general. That So, that was the... I started... I remember, like, taking some tests. Like, I, I remember in second grade... By the time I was in second grade, I was already reading at, like, an at 11th grade level. I'm sure a lot of you can relate, because if you clicked on this episode, you might have also been gifted and been looking for this, but yeah. So, just, I mean and and with that it's just like i was bored out of my fucking mind like i I don't need to learn how to read and and that's and now i'm i'm stuck in class for hours a day where that's the basically one of the main focuses and it was just not good i would just be bad (laughs) Because I was bored. I was already done with my work. I would finish my work the quickest. Then I'm just trying to talk all the time. I just want to talk. I just want to go do all this stuff. I want to learn about this, do that. And there's not room for that when you're in a class of 20 kids. It's supposed to be, we're all doing the same thing. We're all going at the same pace. But no, that wasn't working out for me. So then as I get older, that's kind of still happening. I'm just not paying attention in class. Teachers are getting mad at me because I finished their tests in five minutes. The whole the whole thing and then in third grade um I remember like taking oh actually let's get to second grade first in second grade that's when I started getting pulled aside and being told to do additional work on the assignments that everyone else was doing or to do just a completely different assignment and it was not just me I'm not acting like I'm once again not acting like I'm special it was not just me in this class actually shut up Shelby was in that class with me, and then finally in third grade, that's when the gifted program in my school district started, so I remember, um, my two, my two, like, best friends, they, they were gone in school one day, and I'm like, what the, where are they, and they came back, and they're like, oh, we were at, we were at ELC, and I'm like, what the hell is ELC, and why wasn't I there, and they're like, telling me how, I don't know, they, they, I don't even remember what they said, they're in third grade, but I was like, I just was like, I feel like I'm supposed to be there, I don't know why I didn't get pointed out for this, probably because I was black, but they just were not seeing it, and also I just think about all the other kids in my school district who, there was only, I'm getting way ahead of myself, but there were very few brown and black people in the gifted program at my school, One of the reasons I got in there probably is because I have a white mom who spoke up for me, as bad as that is to say, but like, you know, you know how the world works, but there were probably little gifted, genius, little, my black brothers and sisters who didn't get picked out because fucking public schools of America. Oh, I forgot to mention this was another thing. So before I even was in school, I mean, my favorite word when I was like three was actually... And that's how I would start every sentence. Someone would tell, an adult would tell me something, and then I'd go, actually, and then I'd tell them what I thought was, or what I knew to be the real truth, <laughs> which that's so annoying. I, I I don't, I'm sure I was just so annoying. I, I always say, like, I came out of the womb with a 30-year-old, and I stand by that. I also had extremely, I still do to this day have really bad sensory issues. I honestly think I have like sensory processing disorder. I'm self-diagnosing that, but like seriously, when I was a kid, there were so many times where I wouldn't even make it to school because my clothes didn't feel right. I would throw a tantrum over things not feeling right. I said I was, I thought I was allergic to the water in the bathtub. (laughs) There's just, it goes on and on. I'm making fun of it, but it also has like fucked up my life in some aspects and like Anyway, we're not getting into sensory processing, but maybe that's another episode but that is um, actually another like thing that can be tied to giftedness and it's kind and it's kind of like what they say is like you're intellectually moving so fast and taking in so m- you're taking in information so fast that it cannot be integrated like as quickly as you're taking it in it's literally quite literally too much and if you're feeling if you're feeling seen if you're feeling heard please reach out let's talk about it because god it's just a lot it's a lot to be in this in this overactive brain over here so elc what started in third grade honestly what, what did that stand i think it stood for enrichment learning classroom center Something like that, but basically, um, one day a week, every week from third to fifth grade, third through fifth grade, I went to a different school in my school district, and I we would just go. It was just one lady. We would just go to this one lady's classroom at that school. All the there, I think there were five, four or five elementary schools in my school district, and we would all get bused to the one to all be together in this classroom. There is probably, mm, I want to, I'm, I'm going to max it out at 15, at least in elementary school. We'll max it out at 15, which, okay, this is where I'm probably going to sound like a little brat, but I always see like all these things about um, like, oh, I was gifted, gifted kid burnout. You might be a gifted kid, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay how are you all gifted i'm confused like there was literally only 15 people in the whole entire school district who were in my program like are you guys talking about honors classes what are we talking about here <laughs> like did i just go to a really s- dumb school district where there really were only 15 of us like what's the truth because I've, I've been always kind of confused about that but also it's not that big video who gives a shit okay so my teacher for elc was i don't even know what to call her a demon that's a a, i could say something worse but i won't i won't i'll keep it i'll keep it to that demon but like i said we would go there once a week it was kind of like honestly it was like a it felt like a free-for-all we went we went there i remember like when we first started she's like this is elc this is not a regular classroom like when you're in this classroom you have to you have to work and live up to elc standards and elc quality that was like her i'm sorry to anyone who's listening who was in that program with me if you're listening right now i'm probably going to be literally triggering you because i'm going to go back to some of the fucking shit that she did to us okay so yeah, ELC quality, literally a triggering phrase. If you did anything, she 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 literally has ripped up. I've witnessed this woman rip up things that people have worked on and been like, this is not ELC quality. And this is where you get into all those memes and articles about kids who were gifted who now are fucking don't know what to do with life because of people like this maniac okay so like i said going way way back the word gifted implies that it's not something that you had to work for it's something that you just have right so when people tell you that and they keep using that word over and over they don't say you're so smart they don't say your work so hard they don't say the things that you do they just say you are this you just are this and if you don't if you suddenly do something that they don't think lives up to that then it's not elc quality or my mom sorry mom but my mom like believe because of this because of me being labeled as gifted and all this stuff and me being gifted then there was an expectation that i'm i have to get all a pluses There's no reason, which my mom said this to me on multiple occasions, you're not a B student. You're not a B plus student. Like you, you, you are not even trying. You're not even trying. So imagine if you tried, you could get an A, blah, 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 things like that, which that really messes up with your psyche. And that I think is where the perfectionism really, the perfectionism, I think that is really what i got it from i found actually this article that was about giftedness and perfectionism um it says many gifted children exhibit an inner push towards perfection which drives them to set impossible goals for themselves they use their extremely capable conceptual abilities to imagine ambitious and detailed products and then direct their similarly well developed critical thinking skills to the task of tearing down their own imperfect efforts to realize their ideal They set professional level standards for themselves and become impatient with the skill development which must occur before they can achieve that proficiency. Years of hearing parents and teachers say, that's wonderful, to projects that do not meet the child's own high standards leads to a distrust of feedback from those sources. A child who consistently receives an A without putting forth maximum effort ceases to value that A grade as a serious measure of performance oh yeah that is so how, me talking to no one how many of you can relate to that of like when you do when you did you would do nothing there were times where okay i'm just gonna come out and drag myself not drag myself but what there's literally no other avenue where i wouldn't need or want to talk about this but like when i was in high school I forgot that I signed up to take the ACT. How do you forget that? I don't fucking know. But I forgot until the night before. So I did not study at all. And I went in there and I got a 31 on the first try. And then I was like, this test is fucking stupid. I didn't even try and I could do that. Like, I sound like such a fucking brat right now. <laughs> but it's just a thing of like, you you people are telling you like well you are naturally like this well you you should just do this you should just be like this it should just be like this for you so then when it is then you lose when it is just naturally like that then you kind of lose respect for the thing or when it's not you're like well fuck this what what is trying what is effort what is failure i don't have time for those things in my life And you know what? I'm calling her out by name. Miss Baker. You were part of the reason why I got destroyed. Miss Baker. Oh my god. Okay, let me just tell some funny stories about her that are funny now because I survived. Where do I even start? Okay, so like I said, her classroom was basically like a free-for-all. Like, I remember I thought it was so amazing. We did not have to ask to go to the bathroom. Mind blown. I was like, Wait, I can just go to the bathroom when I want? That's crazy. We did like logic puzzles all the time. Um, stories with holes. Remember that one? That was a good one. What else did we do? Oh, I just remembered when I think we were only in fourth grade. And we we had to do this stocks project where our teacher gave us a, a fake twenty thousand dollars and took us on like the stock market me this is me knowing absolutely nothing about stocks took us on like some investment website and was like okay you have this fake twenty thousand dollars um like you need to invest in stocks and now over the next two weeks or three weeks we're gonna watch them and we're gonna learn about this and i just remember seeing <laughs> laying i remember like being in my bed working on this project like trying to fucking buy stocks with my fake twenty thousand dollars just crying my eyes out like (laughs) thinking like i'm nine why is she making me do this i'm not gonna have to do this for so long if not maybe hopefully never and i'm just like thinking back and i'm like you know what I get what she was trying to do i guess but no we also had to do every quarter we would have to do independent projects where we could pick literally pretty much anything that we wanted to do and then we had to spend 20 hours at least 20 hours on it i never spent the full 20 hours i always just had my mom lie on my hours but and then whenever the quarter ended you would show the show the class your culmination of whatever you did and for some reason when I was in fourth or fifth grade I decided I was gonna do my project about Anne Frank where did I even know about her from don't know I was like eight or nine I felt like we didn't even talk about that yet but I was really ready for that made this whole poster board about Anne Frank and the Holocaust and I'm not gonna lie it was not cute like it did not look good And my teacher was not afraid to say that. As soon as I came in, she said, that is not ELT quality. And while I was presenting it, she decided that I was not prepared enough and didn't know enough about the topic. And she then took over my project and then gave me a really bad grade on it so loved that for me honestly i just think she was racist like when i'm really thinking back on it i mean she was just hateful in general but i mean I, I the brown of us really weren't getting the we we were getting an even worse miss baker she also we had to do this project at the end of every year that was um what was it called it was like the egg drop and everyone had to bring two eggs to school. <laughs> and so also think about that you have to make it to whatever school you go to with the two eggs and then you have to make it on the bus to the other school with two eggs do you know how hard it is to make it to school with two eggs not breaking then put in the equation that other people's parents are you know waking up in the morning getting them ready for school no i'm getting myself ready for school i'm taking care of myself and of course, so anyway, this all this to say that, yes, my egg broke in my backpack before I got to school. I was obviously sad. I'm like, okay, I'm no longer going to be able to be in the egg drop and I'm probably going to get yelled at knowing this crazy demon. And I get there and she was so mad at me. She just like, couldn't even speak. <laughs> i seriously i really think she thought i was like the most irresponsible obnoxious child that she had ever met which she might be true but she didn't have to be like that and then so she obviously tells me so i'm, I'm like maybe she'll let me use someone else's egg since we all brought two isn't that why we all brought two to share so i ask her that nope you are not going to be able to participate in the egg drop at all. This is also the last day of fifth grade, I'm pretty sure. So, like, this is a big deal. This is my last ELC ever. Like, I am am really nostalgic. And she's just like, yep, no, no egg drop. So, I have to watch everyone do the egg drop. I'm getting bullied by my teacher. But I'm like, at least I'm going to get this. At least we're getting our pizza send-off lunch no. The pizza came and she said I couldn't have any. And I said, well, I didn't bring lunch money because I thought we were having pizza. And she literally just said, okay, well, that's your problem. <laughs> she was like, I don't care about you, eight-year-old. You're not eating lunch because you didn't bring a fucking egg to school. What? Like, Thanks. You're really setting me up for success. Thanks. My friend tried to slip me a piece of pizza and she got yelled at. I literally didn't get to eat. Like, I hope she is... I almost said something mean. Okay. So yeah, what what did I get out of my gifted learning program? At least the elementary school one. Um, you have to be... Per- if you're in this program... It's because you have the capability to be perfect. And if you don't live up to that, and if you're not perfect, you better have an extremely, extremely good reason. Because you are perfect. It was like that. So if you are not, then you're being lazy. <laughs> I know it sounds so absurd, but it really is how it makes you feel. And it just doesn't prepare you. And and um, my friend actually was in my dms and uh, about when i asked for questions about this and she said uh, let me find it (laughs) i'm so i'm so good at podcasting i'm so prepared and on top of it but she was like okay i appreciate programs in school that help kids who are further along expand their mind but fuck the whole gifted outlook i feel like it makes other kids who aren't gifted have a lack of confidence and can be discouraging if they aren't the most gifted or excelling in an academic classroom there are so many other settings for kids to thrive and i think a lot of the way we praise children i can't see the rest of that for some reason um which i totally understand that which i i i i understand the feeling of like if those if the kids are being put on a pedestal and or like being compared to you or anything that's like why can't you be more like this those kind of things and you're being always compared to that which is not gift gift like like i said it's like gifted is not any person who gets good grades and likes school And also just because you are gifted doesn't mean you will have good grades in like school. You might have horrible grades because you might also have ADHD and people just think you're lazy, but really you're like, people might be totally not understanding what is going on with you. I mean, that's, I've heard a lot of things of like my friends who would be like, yeah, well, I feel like I had all of these potential, all of this potential, but I had this mental health issue or this behavioral problem while I was in school, and that kind of overshadowed, and so teachers could not see what I could actually do. School just needs a whole overhaul, doesn't it? I'm not really the one to take on the job for that, but... (laughs) Um. Alright, let's try to wrap this up. Also, for the last, like, 20 minutes of the podcast, I've been literally recording in bed like I'm laying on my pillow right now so I think I I think me being quite literally in my most comfortable spot has just made me ramble even more than than usual and yeah I think this is going to be a theme that at the end of every episode I say I really don't know what I just said because I never do um but I think you guys like it But, I guess, I, I, really, I really don't think of, like, my middle and high school experiences that much because, I don't know, I don't think of them, I don't think of, like, like, honors classes as, like, much as I think about ELC as, like, what shaped me in terms of, like, my gifted education. I did have, like, the same teacher all throughout middle school for English which was life-changing and like when we were in sixth grade and most of us came like directly from elc and we like funneled into that class and i remember like in sixth grade we had to write a 10 page research paper i am not kidding we really did have to do that a 10 page research paper i i think we had months and months and months to write it but like when i first heard that on the first day i was like i'm leaving i'm done this is over. But I survived. I wrote a 10-page paper about ADHD and autism when I was in sixth grade. Why didn't anyone take that as a sign? <laughs> why, why didn't anyone maybe look into that and be like, hmm, maybe Morgan, mm, maybe she, maybe we should look into that. But Like I said, I think the perfectionism, which I really already made a whole entire episode about this, so I don't want to repeat myself, but I think the perfectionism is the biggest thing that came out of that for me, and also what I was talking about of, like, the the language. I don't like the language of gifted, and I think that's kind of what my friend was trying to get at in the DMs of, like, fuck the whole gifted outlook because it makes it seem like... You either have it, you're either have or you're have not. Like, and it's just like, and there's more to life than being good at school. Like, that's not even what giftedness is all about. Like, which I've already said that, but now I'm just repeating myself. But words mean things. And that's why we should always just pick the the right ones. Because I do think even just the word gifted, when that's placed on you, you have like this feeling that you should be automatically good at everything and if you're not then you are it's not that you're questioning your ability maybe I feel like maybe for like an, an average or for a normal person when you are a beginner at something you see it as area an area for you to grow you actually have fun being a beginner it doesn't shake up your entire sense of who you are and your core identity that you are a quote-unquote gifted and naturally talented person and now that you are realizing otherwise what do you have what what are you actually good at and also i do i am happy for the ways that that creativity really was like such a cornerstone of like the gifted program but they also like don't really prepare you for the way that that's just going to be completely knocked out of you by when you get to high school middle and high school they're like yep we don't care about this anymore we don't have time for this those were the those were the little fun kid games and it's like wait but you said and i thought i guess my takeaway is this, which I've already said, but I'm just going to try to put it all in a nice little package for you here at the end. I definitely know that if I was in a, quote unquote, regular classroom all the time, I probably (laughs) would have started drinking and doing drugs earlier. I'm just going to be straight up honest. I probably would have gotten into trouble because I was really bored out of my mind and I really needed the extra work and extra boost and to be around all the other children my age that were also feeling the same way and doing the same things as me. But I think overall, I mean, people, there are people who are like, that's how we come up with average, like, we, we want, I mean, hopefully, we want to have some sort of semblance of sameness in a classroom, like, you, you can't have 27, 27 kids under 27 different IEPs, you know what I'm saying, but I wish it could be that way, I wish we could all have, I wish we could all have personalized and specialized education for our needs, for our, home life for our disabilities for our strengths weaknesses etc etc and that's just not the way that it is right now and I think that a lot of times whenever there's all these conversations about like shut the fuck up about being gifted like no one cares it's because it's an exceptionality which I'm not saying exceptional like as just good exceptionality is like you know what i'm trying to say it's it's one of those things where it's an exceptionality that seems appears on the outside like it is something that is already taken care of in society and something that everyone is on board with and like it's that thing of like when your friend is like oh my god like my my boobs are just so big and you're like oh poor you or people are like oh my god like i just i just have so much free time like i just don't know what to do and it's like oh my god that must be so hard for you and i'm sure that's what people feel like whenever they're thinking about their own education and they're like yeah i didn't fucking get the basic thing of what i needed and you're complaining because you were bored in class and you needed more stimulation but i will just i just want to i just want to say maybe don't When you're think when you're thinking about when you're feeling like that, like, are you actually mad at me? (laughs) Or like are you mad at the system? Are you mad that we don't give nuance to children's education in general? Because yeah, it is shitty that like there are some things that if you have this certain exceptionality or if you have this certain thing, then there's already gonna be something made for you. And we just all deserve, we just all deserve nuance. We we all deserve that. And I want to fight for a world that gives us that. But yeah, I mean, a lot of these things, I, I think I was just already like that. But, um, you know, going through gifted education really compounded some of my anxiety and perfectionism, but I made it out on the other side. There's, there's, you know, there's worse things, but I'm not going to say that it wasn't wasn't bad (laughs) um but yeah i don't know i think about this stuff education is just there's just too many things to think about it's like you want to care about your kid but like that doesn't mean you should pull your kid out of school and go put them in another school whenever you know that like these other kids are being stuck in this school that's not even doing anything for them oh it's just it's just a nightmare isn't it it's just a nightmare Educators, if you're listening to this, I'd love to hear your thoughts, uh, just your whole perspective on gifted education. What does that look like in your school district? What What is it like? Where, where, where are the um, disparities? What's going on with it? I wanna hear. I'm not in a school. I'm not planning on having kids anytime soon, so I don't know what's going on. But yeah, as always, I just really let it all out. Don't even know what I just said. I love you guys very, very much. Thank you so much for listening and for being patient as I had to take an extra day to get this up. I almost thought it was going to have to be a whole week scratch because I then started having issues with my microphone on top of the laptop problem that was already happening, which hopefully that will be figured out by next week. But I am going to take care of those things, take care of myself, and I hope that you take care of yourself as well. If you want to join us over on Instagram, it is at Pluralize Podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, or I want to say if you're listening anywhere else, if you could go over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review the podcast, how many times can I say the effing P word? If you could do that. It would help other people find it, and it also will help me. So, I love you guys. Take care of yourself. Bye.